Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of Channel Massive. Woohoo! It is the Ides of Channel Massive. <laughs> Ides of Channel <laughs> Ides Massive. Of Massive. <laughs> and tonight we are gymless. Gymless in Denver. Yes. So is that kind of like sleepless in Seattle? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it's going to be like that, then I'm just going to leave. <laughs> Tom Hanks is here. <laughs> He's going to hold you this time. <laughs> Tom Hanks gets to hold me he this must, time must during be the held. <laughs> At some point, you're, no, you're, that's just creepy. Your your love will be <laughs> tested, <laughs> and your knowledge of old movies, yes, as well. We'll have to watch a lot of old movies. Uh, Jenna, d- than... Does 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 like bosom buddies Tom Hanks get to hug me or does Philadelphia? Uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, see, no, that's just wrong. I mean, Forrest I might Gump? I might be able to go for bosom buddies Tom Hanks, but Philadelphia Tom Hanks. <laughs> what about um, Forrest yeah. Gump? Tom Hanks. No. Castaway Tom Hanks? No. Oh, Castaway. <laughs> I think Castaway Tom Hanks is my favorite, especially if he's got Wilson with him. Wilson! <laughs> It'll be a group hug. Yes. <laughs> the bloody volleyball between you. <laughs> yeah, that was such a, You know, actually, that wasn't a bad movie. I never movie. saw it. Castaway, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. The twist was at the end when he started eating himself to survive. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I highly... Damn it! Just fast forward. So, this is Noah. That's Jason. And I am Mark. <laughs> I am Mark Esquire the Third. Yeah. <laughs> it is Thursday night, December 8th. December 8th? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are time travelers. We are broadcasting from we the future. We have come from the future this message has been brought to bring you a message. <laughs> Dude, that show still creeps me out. Jason, put that on the Instagram. I'm serious, man. That, that Prince of Darkness is like one of the most jacked up movies I think I've ever watched. And I, to this day, I can't watch it. I don't know what it is. It's great. I like to call him in the, late at night. Jason, <laughs> this message has been broadcasted from the future. <laughs> Gets him every time. <laughs> no! and, then my, and then my wife wonders why I'm like in the corner in a fetal position. Catatonic state. <laughs> so yes, it is November. Yes. 8th. Much better. Uh, Most people I'll... would edit this all out, but we're going to let it roll. No. <laughs> yeah. We figure. Classic moments. We figure we're not getting paid. No. We get no. the sponsors. We'll clean it up a little Since bit. Since EA dropped us, as well as Walmart and <laughs> the others, Janet Jackson's still behind us. Always, thank God. <laughs> tonight we've got boys. a good show. We actually aren't going to have a rant tonight because we've got so much other stuff to talk oh, about. Oh, I'm sure there'll be. We're some all kind ranted of out. Ranting, yeah, there's going to be. My wife has a rant, but we can't bring her in for that. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to first start out, as always, talking about whatever we've been playing in the last week. Follow that up with Twig. That's right. Gaming news. The, the week in gaming! gaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to have a roundtable discussion about the recent revelation about NCSoft getting yeah. full ownership of the City of Heroes franchise and development. And then after that, we've got two undercover segments. That's right. Jason's going to be talking about his experiences in Tabula Raza. Actually, mine was going to be on uh, My Little Pony Online. I'm sorry. You are unprepared. <laughs> Failure. Well, that'll work. 
I guess I'll do something similar. <laughs> Barbie Underworld Elite Squad 5. <laughs> I hear that's hot, man. It's the game. It's the game. And Mark may or may not be talking about Hellgate London. I might. Depending on how his affinity for Barbie develops during the show. Yes, I'm downloading now. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see. Make sure you get that special Ken Nude add-on. Right. <laughs> the hot coffee version of... Well, maybe not. And uh, what else will we be bringing to our listeners, Noah? The end clip? Yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm sure that there's supposed to be some kind of ending to this show eventually. Although maybe the way we're, we're going, I don't think the ending can come soon enough. <laughs> All right. Let's try to focus. Okay. Breathe deep. Pull. <gasps> Yourself together. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Let's roll. Groovy. So now, now we'll delve deeply into our personal lives. Yes. At least just the gaming parts of them. Let me get the flashlight out. <laughs> no, not the laser flashlight, the worm light. <laughs> the worm light. I see four lights! <laughs> <laughs> Who will be the first? Lens one, lens two, lens one. That's really bright. Oh, sorry. Don't radiate me, okay? <laughs> Wait, where's the laser? Uh, there laser. We go. Late, God, damn it. Uh-oh. Mark just gave Noah cancer. Got the laser. <laughs> Scanning. <laughs> Jason. Hmm? Tell us everything. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Confess your games. Um, I've been playing, uh, pretty much I've been playing Tabula Rasa exclusively all week long. Wow. Uh, that's been my game that's a good experience. Sign. I'll have uh, I'll have a review of that at the. Uh, I think we're doing it towards the end of the show. Yeah, that is correct. Where the rant used to be. Right, and so mm-hmm. um, that's been you know I tr- well of course I guess I tried to get on with you guys the other night on uh, Sea of Heroes, but yeah, of course the the baby started wailing like the second I the second we got into a mission it was yeah. like the baby was like. Rrr! Your thoughts of, ah, oh, he's sleeping like Dang an angel. This will be perfect. Yeah, he was. He, he, I swear to God, he was like totally <laughs> crashed. And then the second I log on and we get our team formed and get inside the mission, he starts going off. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, this that is not happening. But, uh, yeah, it's been all, all tabula rasa all the time for me. Sweet. Yeah. Let's see, for me, I've it was City of Heroes. And I, I'm craving something new, so I have went out and got a new game on my Nintendo Wii. Oh my goodness. It's the, the one I was telling you about a couple weeks ago, it's like an update of the adventure game genre. It's called Zack and Wiki, and it's just really cool. It's all these different little puzzle areas mm-hmm. where you have to... It's it's like kind of this mouse trap. Or, mm. What is the guy that where he makes the machines Rubrician or... Rubik. Where it's like one thing does this, does this, and then does this, oh, yeah. and then does this, uh-huh. and then it actually accomplishes the final goal. Could, kind of like an incredible machine kind of thing. Yeah, there's but. there's some guy that was known for that, and I can't remember his name. Mm. That's a term for those type of things. So it's Kevorkian. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, he's only interested in one thing. First, he gets a sedative, and then he gets a syringe, and then one thing happens to another. Then there's a gas mask over your head, and, <laughs> and that's for the lucky ones. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't made it. But a game I hear like you that. feel no pain. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've been playing that and I'm really looking forward to Super Mario Galaxy, which comes out cool. next week and I thought God, awesome. wasn't that like 
I thought that was like out already. That was supposed to, wasn't that supposed to be like a flagship title for the Wii? Well, it's it was supposed to come out in the first six months of the system's launch, but they needed to add some more time to it mm. to finish it off. And it, mm. I'm I've surprised played it for I the thought... last two years. It's been mentioned. It's, they first yeah. re- unveiled it uh, last year, mm. and it's just I'm so excited about it. <laughs> it's just all these cool being on these cool planetoids, and that you can walk all the way around it, and the camera just kind of follows. You can walk upside down. You can jump off of the edge of a planet and then start to go around and then you get sucked back in by the gravity and hmm. just all sorts all sorts of cool I don't know why, why I, don't, I guess well I, of course I'm not just I'm not huge on Nintendo you yeah. know gaming well you don't have one that's, yeah, I don't that's have the one. beginning of your failure yeah it is oh, oh and I, I got know, a Guitar that I don't Hero 3 one. Right. it's just that I you just got what? Guitar Hero 3 oh oh <laughs> yeah for the Wii I did get that but I actually the one that I have for myself is for PlayStation 2 Oh really? Because I have the other two, I just want it all in the same system, and I want to get Rock Band, but I need a 360 first. I'm waiting for Rock Band. Oh, you're gonna get the whole set. Going straight to the source. Oh yeah, that looks so freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to. Well, see, I'll have to come over then. Well, yeah, we have to have a four-piece band. Heck yeah! I gotta get more controllers, of course. I could be, I could be your front man. Uh, Yeah, you could do this too. Well, all you need is just a, an extra guitar because you'll have one guitar, the drum set, and the mic. But there's a bass track too. Yeah, but you just need to get another guitar controller. You don't have to get a special bass guitar controller. Oh yeah, I, I know the, can, the guitar controller one. is the bass too. But can, I thought I saw a thing where you could have. Is there have a, a bundle singer? that has both? No, not that I've seen. But you can have the vocals, the drums, a guitar, and a bass. Yeah, that's correct. And it comes with only. I think it only comes with one guitar. Yeah, though. so I'll just need to get another. So yeah, but it's like it's one hundred and eighty dollars. I know it's going to be pricey. Yeah, yeah that's like but half man, the price of an Xbox. Fortunately, I've already sold that kidney, so I'm ready to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mean your wife's kidney, right? Of course. <laughs> no that going kidney. on here. <laughs> new, new, Next new. on Dateline NBC. Yeah. I'm parking out the harvesting. wife. Does anybody need a liver? Um, so what have you been playing, Mark? Oh, put me on the spot. In huh? the now. No. <laughs> We're talking about uh, the future so much. Uh, yeah, so let's see. I, um, I continue my ongoing uh, efforts to finish Half-Life episode. Half-Life... Uh, two episode one I just didn't make much progress with it this week yeah. um, did the City of Heroes thing it was really funny because Jason like his baby erupted and he had to go and I was like ah loser <laughs> I was like yeah fortunately I have and then came out on the monitor and I'm, I'm like the nighttime support crew so I was like well I'll be joining Jason apparently <laughs> so I had to take off two and I guess the the team we were in instantly folded after that yeah. unfortunately and we just so, we just completed a we really we killer were on a mission good, we were really uh, we did one well. of those bank missions yeah and we did all the bonus oh stuff. you did all got through yeah we, we finished the bank part yeah. like in 30 we seconds were, we were jamming everybody stuck together it was great Mark's like this is how it should go yeah exactly I, I've never had it mm-hmm. that yeah it was, it was flawless. Way. The team was good. So that was really a bummer. Um, eventually, after my, my son let me off the hook, I came back down, and uh, it was really late by then, so I tried um, Hellgate London some more, and since then I've been playing Hellgate London pretty much all week. And so, we'll get to hear from you about and that I'll, as well. Yeah, I'll get to give you my, my thoughts on that. and I'm slightly less angry. Uh, from yeah, you're more week. toned down from, yeah, from last um, week's yeah, I'm, I've, experience. I've, you've begun to accept your two-year lease. Yes, I have. My two <laughs> years. I know. I've only got you know, twenty-three more months left. Make it last. I know. I'm gonna have to make it last. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's cool. All right. Well, that means only one thing can be next.
Jason, time to tell us about Twig. The Week in Gaming! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I just can't seem to do that enough. Okay, yeah, so uh, this is our kind of news segment. The news uh, this week has been a little bit light, but, you know, I'll try to... Spice it up a little bit. I'll just make something. I was throwing a Britney rumor or something. Yeah, Britney Spears is working on a new MMO called (laughs) "I Drop My Children on the Floor." (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, how will Brad and Angelina reconcile their love? And will Lindsay Lohan ever get out of that rehab? (laughs) (laughs) No, she will repeatedly go back into rehab. That's how you score points in that MMO. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the more rehab, the more rehabs you go through, you know, the higher your level, man. You're like, you're, you're, you're like, she it's must like be like a level even. fifty by now. Yeah, I know. She, yeah, yeah. Lindsay Lohan wow. would be at level fifty at this point. That's awesome. She's hardcore. She's hardcore. Uh, so let's see. Let, I guess I could start out with the hero stuff. Everybody obviously knows this already. If you don't, uh, Cryptic uh, Studios sold all their shares of the City of Heroes and City of Villains franchises over to NCSoft. So now NCSoft has total control on those franchises. Um, apparently, a lot of the team uh, who worked on on both games are now employees of NCSoft. So, so that's good to know. Do they have to um, move? Yeah, actually, I think they're. I, actually, I think they opened up a new office. Wow! I think they they opened up a new office. Good lord, like, NorCal! Yeah, they're like the NorCal team. That's like the new thing. It's like we we have taken possession of your game, and you know, now you have to move. Because that happened with um, the Ultima Online guys. They're right. going to have to move all the way from like I think California to Fairfax, Virginia, or something. That's got to be kind of a difficult. That would be difficult, especially if they were like the lifers that stayed on the, all these years. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the horror of you're going to have to move? Well, you have to pick everything up, you know. Especially, well, what if you had family and everything? Yeah, too, and you know? kids in school and all. I mean, in ten years, they could have been some, you know, punk ass developer just starting out. Now they probably have a family and yeah, yep. you know, roots. Two point five kids, couple cars. That's that half kid. That's the scary looking. <laughs> one. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. I'm sure. Um, you know, I guess they're actually, you know, and then they're doing some things where. To kind of supposedly celebrate the the move, you're getting like a bunch of free stuff, I guess. Like, yeah, City of Heroes people can have a free copy of City of Villains. And vice yeah, yeah. You, if you That's if awesome. you own City of Villains or if you own City of Heroes and you didn't purchase a copy of the other one for whatever reason, yeah, it's such an anti money grabbing move. Yeah, it's amazing. Blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Unless they're I don't think it's that big of a deal. But, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of nice. Closing. I guess it's nice. Series. You know, you get, you get to, you know, you get to basically play a whole new game. For, it is for a whole free. new game. I mean, all the content. You don't have to pay the. Too. You don't yeah, have to pay the thirty nine ninety nine or whatever price it was. Whatever I can't it's down to now. It was, yeah. But. So yeah, that's cool. I think you get like a new. I think you get like a free respect too, and all the other. Oh, that's great. Whatever crap they're gonna throw at you. Let them eat cake, I say. Let them eat the cake. So, that that's some news there. Some some interesting news, too, is that along those same lines, they might be hinting on a, a new city of whatever. Like a whole new expansion mm. to the City of Heroes uh, universe. Well, I was hoping that there were hints of that later. Um, yeah, apparently the guys at uh, GamesIndustry.biz, um, you know, got to talk to to Geoff Heath 
and um, you know that basically he just he kind of hinted at you know we're going to be bringing out more city of products whatever those products are I'm not quite sure you know t-shirts and keychains city of soccer moms <laughs> toilet paper city of cheerleaders <laughs> That would be pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you know Inspired what to say. by the hero's character. Save, City of cheerleaders. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. That's save all me. the cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> save all the cheerleaders. Get, Get a free blowjob. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Uh, thinking just out thinking loud. Just thinking out loud, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> we'll edit that to be something else. <laughs> Get a free City Christmas of tree. Blueberries. Feature. <laughs> you are the creator. <laughs> um... Some EVE Online news. Um, apparently, EVE Online is now available to the losers who use Mac machines and uh, Linux Linux users. Really? As well. Yeah. Apparently, uh, they. But with with the Mac, you're so busy creating multimedia and moving things seamlessly <laughs> to your iPod to and fro, and you know perhaps doing some other multimedia extravaganza type thing. Yeah. How could you ever have time for a game? Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> when you're and when you're using Linux, you're you're always worried about porting Durr, over. Everything. I'm hacking my network yeah, from myself. Network I've created a honeypot to try and catch the new botnet. Exactly. It's going to be awesome. Exactly. You're more busy doing that than worried about playing a game. So, yeah. Mm. You know, what you, what use for a, for a game they would have? Have using those operating systems, I have no idea. Well, good but for them. Apparently, CCP has done that with the. Uh, apparently, they've they've joined forces with this company called Trans Gaming Incorporated. <laughs> I th- I just had oh, to mention Trans the name. Trans Gaming has been around for a long time. Called Trans Gaming. I thought they only did Linux ports. I, I, I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, I knew what you were just, saying. Just the company name, Trans Gaming. <laughs> Hmm. Trans fat. I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> Trans fat. <laughs> Olestra gaming. <laughs> are, are, are they? Are they? Are they male developers? But <laughs> playing female characters, <laughs> female gaming developers. It could be. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Bad, bad punny joke on my part, but I just thought the company name was kind of funny. Yeah, they they've been around for a while. Yeah, it's like so, a service that you can subscribe to games to get them like to play. Windows games on Linux and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, they, they said that the explosive growth of EVE Online since its launch, coupled with the strong demand for the Mac and Linux communities, has encouraged us to make the game available on new platforms. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. I was, okay, then. I was like, I was like, really? Yeah, I don't know. It's that grassroots organization. I, mean, I, I guess to... you know. And I, I guess I can say, okay, kudos to them for doing it, but well, really. Well, you know, I mean, you're really going to expand your u- user base that much by adding Linux and Mac users. I, I, I don't know. You know, it's maybe just a nice thing for the community. Yeah, they at least they didn't do it with their own developers. They they're smart about that. They hired a company to do it, or contracted with a company. It's the same. They did. They did the same thing for their chat system. They didn't develop their own. Unlike, you know, the it sounds like the one that Blizzard did is just horrible right. from what all the reports we're getting. Oh, um, it's they they went with one that was a you know a canned kind of uh, service that they could use, and it's awesome, and it does all kinds of stuff. Um, so that CCP as a company seems to do pretty smart stuff like their their cluster you know i think they worked with ibm on it and they're building a new one a new bigger version of their servers and and again they're you know collaborating with somebody not trying to just do it all in-house 
I think that's pretty smart. Yeah, it is. I'm just be me. I'm just questioning, you know, did are, did they really expand their user base by Yeah. I don't know. Porting it over. I just Maybe what would be really know. cool is if they did something like, you know, um expand it to a little Java midlet that you could pop up on your cell phone and check out how your training's <laughs> going or something on your iPhone. We are all god for the, for the total cell phone. for the total degenerate losers. You mean? Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, there you are at work in that meeting, listening to your boss ramble on, and you're like, "Yeah, pretty soon I'm going to get all trained up here. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Maybe it's time to launch that attack we've been talking about." Chav, my, but you know, I, I don't know. That might be kind of a cool thing for a game like that, where you know, those stuff happens. The, when those you're are not only there. for the hardcore gaming addicts aren't is there anyone that's not a hardcore <laughs> yeah. gaming addict that plays eve online i don't know i don't think I don't it's know. a casual game i don't game know if it's possible gamer haven. yeah anyway sorry actually sorry. going you i know you mentioned blizzard um you know with their with their voice chat and stuff well blizzard has apparently got some deal with at&t now um mm -hmm. at&t if, if you're able to if you're able to get their uh, high-speed internet. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently they're offering three free months of World of Warcraft if you switch over to their AT&T's internet service. That's like I a... I didn't even know AT&T had an internet in service. Certain, in certain states, they do. Wow. I don't think they have it here in Colorado, but... Uh, well, good for them. You know, in other states where AT&T does offer internet service... That's one of that. It's like a cool bonus. Apparently, if you switch over from your from another carrier over to AT and T, and you happen to play World of Warcraft, you could play Sweet. World of Warcraft for free for three months. That's cool. <laughs> so that's kind of a. I just I kind of just thought that was a little bit interesting. Interesting cross promotion there. Yeah. Um. And this little last bit of news, which you know might be news to some, may may still be rumor to others. Um. E3D.com, it's like a, a offshoot of IGN. Mm -hmm. It's from IGN.com. Anyway, they they did some domain crawling, and apparently someone registered the name ElderScrollsOnline.com, and they found oh. out who registered it, which is Zinimax, which is, who owns of course, Bethesda. Owns Bethesda. They are the parent company of Bethesda. Of Bethesda. And didn't they just get a massive infusion of venture capital? I think they may have. Oh, so we may boy. be looking at a Morrowind Online, Elder Scrolls Online MMO. What the hell am I going to do? Dude, there's too many choices. I need, <laughs> I need to go back to the Ultima Online days, man. This is just too much for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's assuming those choices are all decent. Yeah, well, there's true. that. I mean, Lord of the Rings MMO is pretty cool for what it is. Sure but. sounded cool at first. Yeah. And it does a really nice execution, but it's not for everybody. No, either. it isn't. And that, you know, I think it's it's cool to have more choices because then you can find an, a game that's even better suits your tastes yeah. and interests. Well, hmm. I mean, if you're familiar with the Morrowind, you know, Morrowind and Oblivion and, you know, that whole line of games, you know, is that they're just huge. Yeah, they are. You know, and they're yeah. and they're totally open ended. I mean, you could play any dungeon at any time. Right. You can. You know, you could walk you around. You see something out of the corner of your eye. You go explore, it, and you're into five yeah. hours of content. Right exactly. Then and there. That you didn't yeah. really intend to do, but no. you just ended up having to be there. And right. And that's what to me. That's a negative factor. Well, it, and that's why I've stayed away from the Morrowind it, games is because I've heard just there's just so massive. Yeah, it's for people who like a nice linear storyline to follow. 
It's not the game. It's not going to be for them. And, and actually, the cool thing is, is that if they if they stick to their game design for their online game, as they do with their their regular RPGs, I think it's going to infuse a big, you know, just a big healthy dose of life into the genre. Oh, they'll come honestly, up with some because, ideas, I'm sure. Because all the, all the MMOs to this point in time are all following the same formula well, that EQ and World of Warcraft yep. have done. Well, yeah, and, and there needs to be a change in that. And and the non-linear format of of a game that that Bethesda is used to making, I don't know. I think it could be really good for it. Well, it's like it's kind of interesting if you think about it. Like, okay, Ultima was a huge franchise, and they were the first MMO, right? But they were. You know, it was they were the first, so they had all they had to run into all these problems with, you know, uh, the PK issues. Mm-hmm. The you know latency wasn't as good when they launched. Well, no, the there wasn't really graphics weren't a broadband you know, connection. Three D graphics wasn't then. really common. Um, you know, I think we had like Voodoo graphics cards coming out around if then. If you were lucky, if you yeah, yeah, and they cost a pretty penny for the, at the time, and so. So they came out, and then a bunch of different companies kind of jumped into the fray with the MMOs. Companies that were startups you never heard of, like Turbine, you know, SOE started, which is well, actually, a division was, of Sony. Variant games came out. Yeah, yeah, and then they became... So, uh, you know, you had those guys. You had all these different kind of companies, like Funcom emerged. Um, they all got into the fray. But then it's it's only been I think since Blizzard, which is a huge game development studio, came in and did World of Warcraft, and they showed everybody what a fully, you know, polished MMO could do. It, it's not just a great MMO; it's this great game experience, and it ties into all their previous stuff. And they kind of redefined, or they raised the bar really high. Man, they didn't like add anything we hadn't seen, but they packaged it up in a way that was really brand new and glossy and what shiny. What you're saying is, is that they refined the crack. Right, but what I'm also saying is that now you've got Bioware's probably going to come in with, with this Kotar Online thing, and then you got this, uh, yet you, you've got another huge franchise with from Bethesda with the Morrowind thing coming in. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean a, these are all guys huge, who own the RPG genre. It's a huge player right and there. And if they come Bethesda in... Bethesda would be a huge player. Right. I mean... And then, you know, Mythic was a company that, that came in and made a pretty big splash with their MMO but they're now they're coming back around with their second you know up at bat with this huge franchise so right. I just think that the, the my hope is that all these guys come in and just keep raising the bar higher you know with some yeah, with the some competition's good with some good, so good stories good storylines good good uh some innovation maybe uh, I'm not looking to anybody to innovate much with the I'm hoping so. I mean, there's got to be something. There's got to be something out there that breaks the mold. That is just, it's such a repetitious, create your soldier, level up. Right. Experience. That's what I mean. I don't see that changing. I just think think the storyline will will get better. With Bioware and with these people that making the... We'll see. I I hope so. I mean, I I I would throw my hat more into the, into Bethesda. Just because they they have their open ended gaming oh, yeah, mojo they, on, needless to say, I right, mean, yeah. they, they know how to do that thing in, a, in an RPG. If they can figure out how to do it in a massively multiplayer environment, it would it would basically blow anything away out, that's right out there right now. That's that's what I'm saying. Right, but you know we don't know what Bioware has in store because where their stuff's not open ended. 
their storyline and the way that well, yeah, they, they have a, they probably they craft they have the adventure. Definitely a strong, strong adventure. Who side knows to what it. that'll? Well, not do. to mention Blizzard's got something new coming up too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody. It, there's a whole bunch of stuff kind of hitting here, or you know, on the horizon that could be. It reminds me so. of like a couple years ago when World of Warcraft was getting ready to come out, and there was these <laughs> other MMOs that were being developed, and they just got canceled. Oh yeah, <laughs> canceled. Well, yeah, I think as the because you know they had a year long beta for a while, so people were starting to see. And, you know, there's NDAs and stuff, but still, you know, I think people started to see it and were like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, no one has ever polished a game like this before. I mean, an MMO. I mean, this thing is not going to come out of the gate barely functional like most. (laughs) This thing's going to actually be done, you know, to an extent, as far as an MMO can be done. So it'll be Mm -hmm. interesting. What else you got, Jay? That's all I have. Yeah. Okay. Slow news week this week. Still a lot to talk about, a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. And now we're going to proceed into our roundtable where we will talk in depth about one of those subjects that you just brought up. Right on. Which one? We don't know. <laughs> we're just going to pick it. Yep. As Minister of Science, it is my duty to find out whether some other form of life exists. Where are you going? Into the Forbidden Zone with Ursus. Another man hunt Someone or something is outwitting the intelligence of the gorillas. That shouldn't be difficult. What is that? This is Sneaky. He's your drone. So now for our roundtable, we're going to get into discussing a little bit more in depth the news about NCSoft taking over the ownership and development responsibilities of the city's City of Heroes and City of Villains franchises to the point where they're establishing a brand new studio, the NCSoft NorCal Studio. NorCal. Which will include a lot of team members. I I thought it would just be, oh, you you know, we've got some people from the City of Teams, but they're, you know, just low-level tiers. But there's... They make it sound like a majority of the development team, and not only that, but the leads from those teams wow. are over in that well, Why wouldn't you? It's called uh, financial security. So is it basically like everyone but Jack Emmerich? Is that what it is? I don't I mean, know. Well, I mean, I think it it says a lot to... I don't know if there's relocation stuff factoring into it. If they don't go there, then they have to move somewhere else. Oh, but yeah. I don't right. know if that had anything to do with it, but... I'd like to interpret it, this is just me being optimistic, I guess, that the people that were on the City of Team, or that stayed, just loved their invention and their franchise and their baby, so to speak, so much they wanted to keep working on it rather than, you know, treat it like how we were talking about City of Heroes when we started the show, where mm-hmm. we'd already, we'd played it. We'd gone away from it, and we just we knew it was still around, but we just kind of looked at it as like, yeah, that's just an incubator right. for everything that Cryptic's going to put into the Marvel franchise, the Marvel MMO. Mm-hmm. And once that Marvel MMO comes out, City of Heroes and City of Villains will inevitably dwindle and shut down. And right, that was the our fate theory. Is sealed, and mm-hmm. the game wasn't going to last. It, it was it was on a time limit, and it was on yeah. life support. And it was gone, but now all of a sudden, it's something it's, totally it's different. Still, it's it, it it's still on life support think yeah and and I'll I'll basically get into why 
you know, a little bit later, I think, in our conversation, but... You don't want to well, show all your cards now? He doesn't want to make us cry first. <laughs> I don't want to get into that too much right now, but... Yeah, I, I think it will be on life support eventually. But as a, as a live team or whatever, I mean, these guys make... Their updates are incredible compared to oh yeah I mean when they, when they do an update to to the like game I mean it's pretty game shaking update it's not like a oh yes now now we've added one more set of shoulder pads you know it's like yeah. it's it's you know pretty amazing what they do so yeah with the time and the building and the funding they're still yeah. interested in upgrading it I just hope they come out with some expansions I mean I I just feel like that. Give so much, breathe so much new life. I'm sure there'll be, you know, and they've already hinted at that, you know, where yeah. they already said it's going to be like some, maybe some kind of city of something. I don't know what it'll be, though. I can't imagine what it could possibly be. City of milkmaids. <laughs> city of... <laughs> city, city of aliens. Of aliens. Or maybe they'll do it uh, Nintendo style, where it'll be city of superheroes and city of <laughs> super villains. Super duper. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that 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 well, you know, it sounds like the majority of the team is staying, and I think the reason the reason behind that is 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 that it's security. Mm-hmm. It's job security. You know, it's like they know that they're going to have a job for a while. They're, you know, rather than go go throwing their dice with Cryptic, who's going to start an entirely new game. You know, you know, I'm sure Cryptic offered them the opportunity to come help develop. You know, whatever game you know, what they were developing, but. Where's yeah. the security in that when you already know you have an established franchise and you know you're going to be making updates to that franchise and you have you have a company like NCSoft who's going to back you? you know, the thing is, is what they're developing is going to be an evolution or a ripoff or who knows what of a superhero game. They're making the Marvel MMO. So I don't know, as a developer or a product manager or whatever... It would seem like okay. I'm gonna, do. I want to stay with Cryptic and work on the next generation of what I've already created, or do I want to sustain? Yeah, I don't know that I understand the mentality of uh, a, like a live team type developer who stays with the game for years and years, like the the Ultima Online people. Who I don't know what their to- turnovers like, but if somebody managed to stick with that for ten years. I mean, I just, I think if I was, if that was my job, and I mean, in my IT jobs, I usually like to bounce around more than I certainly have in the last few years, but I, you know, I, I like the the new job, you get all these new experiences, you, new challenges, you know, new technologies you're exposed to. Some people like job security, man. Yeah, but I mean. But is it really uh, security when it's a three-year-old game? It could be for a while. It could be. It could be for a, at least a few more years. I mean, they could probably keep it going, and if they do come out with expansions, and if they do not make the fatal error of a City of Heroes two, because we know what happens with that. You know, if they <laughs> just keep making City of Heroes better, new graphics upgrades, right. expansions, you know, that kind of thing, and they go head to head with DC and Marvel's IP, and somehow still manage to hang on to their users. Yeah, that's really ballsy. Yeah, that me. one's going to be a toughie. Well, I mean, th- that's going to be the that's and that's where the rub is. Is right. that these new IPs are going to be coming out? They're going to be in direct competition with them, and, and then, you know that, that's why this all happened. I mean, that's why this all happened. I mean, NCSoft knew it, Cryptic knew it. Mm-hmm. There was a conflict of interest there. You can't have the same company continually developing your game while you know that they're going to be working on something that's going to be in direct competition with you. 
Well, and it's like a next generation version of it. You, you built just on can't do everything it. that they learned. You just can't do it. You know, it's like, yeah. So they both they both knew. They both knew that this was going to have to happen eventually. You know, they were going to have to split ties. You know, and and that was that. You know, and they and, and it's not like they split. You know, under bad terms or anything. It's not like they burned bridges or anything. Yeah. It was just it was something that had to happen. But I mean, I mean, what would the future hold? I mean, so. City of Heroes, I mean, the three of us doing this podcast, and, and Jim included when he's here, we love that game. I mean, it's obvious. I'm sure people are sick of hearing about it sometimes. We are fanboys. Like, please, tell us more about EverQuest 2 or something. You know, and yeah, I know we got to cover some different games, but, you know, we are fanboys of it, and we've been along the, on the ride since the beginning. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we know that Cryptic's not going to come out with a flop. I mean... Not with the Marvel IP, and not with their track record, and not with everything that they've learned, you know, during this these last couple of years or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't see them. I mean, they are not going to botching the job. The on DC it. one that could, who knows what that's going to do. It could go either way. Yeah. Although, although I have some thoughts on that. I mean, I think, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because I'm more of a hardcore Marvel fan than I am of DC. I think most as far as comic of well, I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that, but I would say that you know, for for me, make mine Marvel, right? You know, to to you know make a lame geek quote there, make mine Marvel. I I always liked the Marvel superheroes over the over the DC superheroes, you know, except for I, I liked Batman a lot. You sure. know, Batman is probably like my main DC guy that I really dig. Um, but that being said, I think, you know, it's kind of weird. I, I think when, when I think DC, I think of places more than I think of people. Metropolis. I think of and Metropolis and Gotham City. And I, yeah. th- I think of, uh, <laughs> where did uh, Wonder Woman come from? Oh. Uh, Amazon? Well, no, but it was like, it, it was, it, it wasn't just the Amazon. I'm not it was a like DC this, guy. <laughs> It was like this mythological place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. Like, was it Olympus or something? No, no. It, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it was like it was all these, you know. So I, I don't necessarily associate the the DC universe with with their characters, but I associate it by their places. Okay, that's fair. I associate Marvel's character with their characters. I do too, as opposed to they live places. in they because live in they live real in, places. You know, they live they, in New York City. Yeah, they don't they live, live in, in Metropolis. Wherever, you know. Right. But, but, you know, D.C. has the places, you know. It's like Metropolis, you know. That's like, right. there's a lot of mythology in that, you know. Right. There's a lot of mythology in Gotham. You know, it's just really cool. You know, so I think, I think D.C. almost kind of has an edge mm-hmm. over over Marvel when it would come to, like, a gaming environment just on, on the basis of of place, of a place, no, I you can know? see that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought because I mean, you're not going to be able to play the Hulk, or you're not going to be able to play, you know, a member of the X Men. You know, you're just not going to be able to play that kind of kind of a character. You get to interact with them. Though. You get to interact with them, but you're not going to be able to be a part of that. You're not going to be able to become, you know, Johnny Blaze. You're not going to be able to become Ghost Rider. Damn it! You, know, you just can't do that. That's it. I really wanted to fulfill my Nicolas Cage becoming fantasy. Oh, please don't even go there. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. The, the thing is, in, in the DC world, though, 
you can visit the Daily Planet. You know, you can you can be where they live. You can jo- go check out Wayne Industries. You know, you can do all this stuff in, in. You know, they have places. Right, right. You know, that has. You know, there's like that that mythology there. So, I think the mythology is a little bit stronger on the on the DC side than it would be on the Marvel side. And, but the problem is, is that, you know, I'm not sure how these guys that you know are working on the DC online game are going to you know turn this out yeah you know and 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 of course this all brings you know this will all bring me to why I said that city of heroes will ultimately become on life support because there is not enough room on this planet for three superhero MMOs I don't care what you say how you cut it how you slice it there's not room there's not room enough for for three of three of these games who are all concentrating on the same genre. I mean, you can't do it. Gen- genre, genre, genre. Darn you! <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. You, know, it's, you just can't do it. It's not going to work. Right, right. You know, there's not enough people out there. I mean, they're going to go with whoever comes out with the best gameplay, the best design. You know, that's where they're going to go. And then the other two, whatever two are left. Well, I don't know. I that's. Gonna I mean, be I it. kind of agree with you that it's gonna, it's gonna be. I mean, yeah, it's a superhero MMO, and then if with three of them all coexisting now, I think DC is targeting like the PlayStation Three platform or something. Yeah, and um, the Marvel one is like PC and Xbox or something. I'm not quite sure on that. That's true. Yeah, I, so, I don't know all the gory so details if, about so the platform. I don't know. Does is the DC one going to also do PC, or is it just the PlayStation? I don't 3? see why not. I mean, it it seemed short sighted to not put an MMO on a PC because it's really a PC genre. Yeah, it, it, is. it is. So generic genre, whatever you. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But okay, so people said before WoW came out that there wasn't more. There was no more room for. You know, fantasy RPGs in MMO form too, and then WoW came out and the and they totally redefined it. And then they said, "Okay, well now there's really no more room for another fantasy MMO." And then Lord of the Rings came out and grabbed two million users. So history has proven that you always think it's saturated and it's not quite saturated. The other thing I wonder too is if the DC one sucks or if the Marvel one. You know, they could screw it up. It's possible. If yeah. they miss it, will people gravitate back to City of Heroes after that? Which we see that all the time. A lot of WoW players now have gone back to City of Heroes or have gone, or they're trying EverQuest 2 or, you know, whatever. Right. You know, people give it a shot. They give it a good run. And something just isn't clicking with them in the long haul, you know. And then they, they go back to what, you know, worked for them. And I don't know, maybe... Maybe there'll be a whole new... Maybe it'll outlast them. You know, I don't know. Maybe it could be that the Marvel one goes for a while and they're like, they don't do the expansions or the DC one. I don't know. I, who knows, but... Well, what's, I don't know. I'm kind of hesitant to to argue with you. Well, I, I don't even know if I'm... Ar- the, I, the thing <laughs> is, is that... I don't even know if I have a point. My, my pro- <laughs> the, the problem is, is that I think the superhero thing is like... It's it's kind of specialized, you know. It's like so, you know, if you're going to be a superhero and you want to play a superhero MMO, you're going to go with the best one out there, and you're not going to play anything else. Right, right. You know, so that that's kind of where I'm coming from. Is where you know, it's like okay, 
do I I like I like DC Comics. I like Marvel Comics. You know, so you're going to have you're probably going to have that small section of people who are going to be like, "Oh, I'm never going to play DC online because I've never even read a DC comic in my life and I just don't even get their universe at all, so I'm never going to touch it." And you're going to have the same people on the Marvel side who are going to do the same thing. They're going to be like, "Oh, you know, I'm just going to stick with Marvel all the time mm-hmm. and whatever and blah 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 blah. I'll never touch DC." And DC people will do the same thing and and then you'll have those people. You might have those people who'd be like, "Oh, I gotta try both." That'd be me. I gotta try everything. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I gotta try both. You know, and me. Let's have to buy a damn PlayStation Three. Me, you know? I'm not too sure. <laughs> not gonna happen. You know, me, I'm not too sure. I, I'll I'll go with the game that plays better, looks better. You know. Yeah, I mean, it has the better design. You know, I, that, it, my my loyalty is saying. to what's fun. Whatever's most fun, that's where I'm at. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care if it's. Mar- Marvel versus DC, Star Wars versus Star Trek. You know, I don't care. Whatever yeah. gives me the durr, gives me <laughs> whatever gives me the best. Uh, you know, bang for the buck, most fun. That's where I'm at. Warhammer versus Warcraft. You know, it doesn't matter. Whichever one makes me feel like I'm, you know, where I need to be. That's where I'm going to go. Barbie Super Elite Task Force well, versus <laughs> versus My Little Pony Online. That one is a bit of a. That's a tough one. That, yeah, you know that's a, that, that one. Very serious. I don't know if they could issue. coexist either. It could be an antimatter versus matter explosion. Well, you know, something that I think is interesting to consider is the older MMOs thrived, and I'm not sure how the economics, real-world money and economics filter factor into this, but the older MMOs thrived on smaller user bases than we have today. <laughs> and what Warcraft has done has is greatly expanded the number of people to play MMOs. They've gotten more people to play MMOs than there were before. they got non-MMO players to play an MMO. Exactly. Right. So with all of these choices that we have coming at us that we were talking about earlier, even beyond the superhero ones, in the worst case, we'll have a splintering mm-hmm. of that market as everyone gets to really get into their specialized tastes. And I think it's going to come down to will there be enough in those splinters to support the games because it's surprising to me that eve online is still around and growing 80 percent every year you know maybe that's going to be city of heroes city of villains story five years from now it's going to be like wow it's surprising they're still around yeah but there's some there's one server left and there's enough people to support that server and it's still being played well as we always know and we addressed this in our last podcast these guys have this stuff up on the board for all the features their game's going to have, all these revolutionary features, and when it finally comes out, all those are gone, and they're obsessed with balancing the classes and maybe some kind of PvP that's half-assed. Okay, so City of Heroes now has a head start. It's got, you know, one expansion out. Who knows if it'll have another one by the time. Expansions don't take as long as whole new games to get develop and get out the door. It's, it's had... What are we up? What's all, issue eleven is coming? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Issue 11. eleven updates. They've added all the stuff, crafting. You know, you know, you you, you guys know. Everybody knows what all they've added. Um. So new new games come out that maybe do have this IP, but maybe they feel incredibly shallow, right? I mean, who knows? Is is the Marvel game going to come out with all the same whistle and bells as? As City of Heroes, I doubt no. it. Will the DC one come out with that? No, nope. it's going to have the IP. Everything that City they'll of promise Heroes it all, has. and it'll have maybe a degree of it, but it won't be as fully functional and developed. So they'll have to 
they'll have that. So it could be that people will be like, man, I really liked my character in Marvel. It was great. But, you know, I just... I just couldn't stick with it because it was just too shallow. It just didn't have the depth I was looking for. And, that, you know, that's a possibility, too. You know, I think one of the biggest things that will determine their success is, how, if, is will you be able to customize it, your to that same degree as much as you can in City of Heroes? And if not, what other item or what other gameplay element is Substitute. the game going to offer in place of that? Because that's one of the biggest things that makes me so attached to the game is you have true ownership of your character. Right. right from the get-go. It's not something that you have to earn by gathering elite loot and rare item drops. You no, get that right, you get off, it the right off the bat. Right, You get even more later when you get your exactly. capes and your glowy powers or whatever. But, yeah. So, your, your, your Scottish kilt. If, if you're Noah, you <laughs> get a Scottish, Scottish kilt, kilt. In, a, in a top hat of sorts. But, yes. uh <laughs> But yeah, Jason that, apparently doesn't approve of that my is my that's, design. I guess my my big thought. <laughs> well, is... I just hate looking up your skirt every once in a while. You know, you keep on scratching. Yourself Nobody's making you look up his skirt. No, I, it's it's like yeah, impossible because he's not always to dead. I mean, he's, yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's a blaster. <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude. Yeah, it was earlier. I think it was uh, on Tuesday night. I was sitting on some kind of roof ledge, and I'm like, oh look, I bet people can see up my kilt. <laughs> <laughs> Going commando. Yeah, I, I think you took a face plant and one mission and I was just like dude put some underwear on at least man <laughs> for the love of that or shave one of the two but those legs are just that's god awful <laughs> yeah well any other thoughts I don't know I just my, my whole thing with it is that I just don't see a world where three, three superhero games can exist at the same time maybe and supporting supporting you know, viable subscription bases to keep all three games afloat at the same yeah, time. Well, maybe I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see the scenario happening. Maybe my my idea is closer. I don't know. That maybe you know there can be only one in the end. <laughs> there can be only as one. They say in Highlander, but it'll take a while for the death throes to kick in. And yeah, you know who knows. Um, I am really looking forward to the Marvel one. And I'm also really looking forward to the City of Heroes changes uh, that will come with uh, now that this is all sorted out and you don't have, you know, any any clouds hanging over anybody's heads as to the future. Yeah. With this whole team, you know, they should have the stability to really go heads down on, you know, cranking out those uh, expansions or, or whatever they're going to do. And they should finally bring back the fifth column, goddammit. They promised it this year, and I don't think it's going to happen. They keep promising. I'm thinking maybe first quarter or something. It's like they're dangling a carrot in front of me, and I'm just like, <laughs> I want, my, on, I want, I want to my kill carrot, fifth column, yeah. people. I, before you stop, I, I just wanted to ask you guys both what you think, what are some ideas you think the, ex, the new expansion that's rumored could be? I would like, to, well, what I would like or what I think it could be. Both. If you have ideas. Well, I think, you know, they're doing the time travel thing in this one. I think they need to go to a new world or something or have different worlds. Like, you know, I really want my super villain to have a moon base. So it's all self-centered. It would fit in with the whole (laughs) sci-fi twist. It would, you know, because they have that quirky kind of golden age sci-fi thing going all the time with the aliens and stuff. I think they need to introduce some new archetypes and maybe a new ar- epic archetypes. Yeah, something besides that 
freaky squid stuff. I'm about tired of the alien guys. Yeah. I never bought into those. I never bought into that whole no. concept at all. No, I just didn't. I didn't identify with it. It was too out of left field for me. me I really. That's why I've never even bothered playing them. Yeah. Just like I, I, you know, yeah, I have, I, I have the, I have them unlocked. I just, yeah, I don't even want to bother playing them. You know. Yeah, I, I never got into that either. I don't have one unlocked, but I, I just never, never hit. That's because you keep deleting all your tunes, man. Well, I'm busy (laughs) with that, so you know. So that's what you would like it to be. What do you think it will be? Um, probably that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you can have your cake. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, where else could they go? They got to uh, get off planet, get other that. dimensions off the suburb planet? of heroes. Suburbs, the burbs of <laughs> strip heroes. Strip mall of heroes. Strip mall. <laughs> Donut shop. Tycoon. I almost kind of wish they would let. Heroes. I could part, do. Vehicles. Part of me wishes they would go a little bit more hardcore and and allow the villains to. Love heroes and villains to just intermingle more all the PvP, time. you know, just pure, pure PvP all the time. You know, that would be cool. I'd like to see what they would. I'd like to see how the community would respond to something like that. I would love that if there was more where I'd you like, were forced together because more. you would have to like because basically it would force you to make a decision. It would force you to make a decision on whether you really wanted to play a hero. Or really wanted to play a villain because then you could like, you know, you could create like a a hero group and go swarming through. Even if you're going to go swarming through the newbie areas of the of the city of villains or whatever, and and slaughter nothing but poor innocent little up and coming villains, you know, it would require that the you know top notch villains come and and thwart their well, efforts. It would also force a decision between. PVE and PVP builds where right now everybody pretty well optimizes I think their characters for PVE. Yeah, you know, I don't even think it would be so much that, you know. I just think it would add like a little bit of excitement, a little bit of fun. Well, they'll I'd, never do that. I know they'll never do that. It would be cool. It would be cool. You know, I like kind of along those lines that you, you spurred a thought for me would be to, and I, th- I bet that one of the new MMOs, if not this new city will have it as destructible environments where you can yank lampposts out and throw cars. Oh, I would love it to be more Freedom Force-like. Yeah, yeah. I love that in Freedom Force. Yeah, I did too. Pull lampposts out from the ground and just swing them and swing them. The knockback oh, thing. That was cool. That was fun. Yeah, I really, really liked that about it. I just have this vision in my head that we're going to see some preview video for the Marvel or the DC game where you see a character do that and be like, oh my god! You're fling a car at a guy and yeah. the, the car, you know, you have some kind of realistic physics where the car hits the guy, takes the guy with the car Smashes through the building. The building. Right. Comes out the other side with papers flying and file cabinets and hapless office workers or something. <laughs> They're all going, ah! <laughs> Falling to their, you know, doom. That would be cool. That would be really cool to see something like, you know, kind of so like... If I punched you... Like, say we were both flying characters, and I was fighting you, Right, I punched you, and, like, there was, like, a building, yeah, and I just punch you so hard, you go flying through a couple buildings, yeah. you know, and then you, like, come back at me with something, and I'd, like, Hurl I up. come 
crashing to the ground, and I'd leave this huge crater yeah. in the ground from the force of the impact. You know, kind of like in, know? was it Superman 2 with General Zod and those guys where they had that massive fight in the streets? And exactly, they, they dude. It was like this bit. epic battle. No, the, you know? they did it kind of hokey, but still, you know, like yeah, they threw the bus like that, into Superman, which just... You know, he just kept flying backwards mm-hmm. with that bus, and then they knocked him through some offices and hit him with a nailed him with a hub ca- or a, a manhole cover. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it could be pretty, pretty. That would be cool if they did that. Now we have something like larger than life, like skyscraper sized mo- villains. That you oh yeah, that'd be great. You could target individual parts of the villain Galactus. or the robot. Yeah, yeah, Galactus. Well, I think that's our wish list. Yeah. Now, so make now it to see what the now world will really do. Here are calls. So now we're going to talk about something new. Yeah. New games. There are new games out? Games that are out now. What's well, uh, you have experienced? Let's take a short break the and then... Pretty Ponies. Yes, My Little Pony Online review coming right up. Excellent. <laughs> we'll take a short intermission for Kool-Aid and other beverages. All right, you demonic bastard. Let's take this outside. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. So, I've been seeing these advertisements online that show these bloodied people and these little notes scribbled out about how they're so mad about something being slaughtered, their pet their dog being butchered and the blood splattered everywhere and and each advertisement ends with the phrase I'm going to London oh dear so you've actually gone to London Mark I have gone to London literally and figuratively in have the you seen these advertisements that I'm talking about? oh yeah in a PC Gamer there it's riddled with them yeah so to me that's a pretty cool ad campaign everything that I've seen about Hellgate up to this point looks pretty pretty lame not exciting right but the ad campaign's pretty cool so Tell me, how much is the game like what those ads suggest? Um, you know, they, they kind of gloss over that, really, in the story, it seems like. Um, they they give you kind of the basic backstory that these, you know, it's the year, what is it, 2038 or something like that. The and future. The future is here now. <laughs> and, um... Hell on Earth has happened, and, and the place where it seems centered is London. And they deserve it, and they <laughs> and they have these various little bastions of goodness which are in the subways, in different, what? yeah, like so all your little hubs where you go to get your missions together and everything, you're in different subway stations throughout the London. Gaps. Yeah, mind um, the gap, mind the gap, mind the gap. But you're yeah, you're in you're you're in the you're in the tube. So um, it's kind of it's kind of cool in in that respect, in that you. You know, there's it's only so big <laughs> when you go to these. You know, in, in a lot of MMOs or games like this, you go into a city and you're overwhelmed with the size. And these are pretty, pretty finite little areas that you have to work with to get your equipment, get healed. You know, get get all your quest givers. You know, lined up, all that kind of stuff. And then when you're when you're all set, you go through various. You you know, you'll you'll take off down a tube, and that starts off a zone, and you'll go and do your mission or whatever. So, so, so is, that, is that all instanced then? Is Everything it? is instanced except for the the hubs that you go to. Hmm. 
And that's yeah. the only place where you see other players is in those so, hubs. So when you're doing your missions, it's 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 totally instanced. You're by yourself. It's all instanced. Although you can do, a, you can. It's e- it's really easy to get a party going, um, you know, and and uh, so yeah, you can you can oh. form a party pretty quickly, and then you can go and do the mission and have it scale up and you know all that good stuff. So, um, the big debate it's still kind of going on is whether or not it's an MMO. Um, so I wrote a little piece about it, kind of asking what the hell is Hellgate London, because I kind of didn't expect it to be MMO-like. I thought it would really be the spiritual successor of Diablo 2. You know, that was that was what my expectation was. And it is more MMO-like than I thought. Is it tr- well, a true way, MMO? It just seems like... Because you just said, like, all your missions are instance, so... Yeah, but everybody considers Guild Wars to be a... An MMO, and it's the same way. And really, I see. And I, I, I know nothing of Guild uh, Wars. Yeah, I, City of Heroes is kind of like that, except that on your way to the missions, you're out. You know, you can do street sweeping or whatever. Yeah, but those streets are full of all the players and everything. So. Right, and that's the difference. In this, you know, you have much less area to interact oh. with the players. Only, you know, the hubs are so small. Right. Um, but. You know, it's the same concept. The mission is instanced pretty much. It's not like, you know, like World of Warcraft or Ultima Online where you're outdoors most of the time. Right. You know, this is really centered on getting you into a a little a little mission to, to finish with a defined start and a defined end to mm-hmm. it. Um, some of the qualities of it really surprised me. Um, it's really twitchy. Um, I expected it to be more of a click and kill like Diablo 2, and then it is in some ways, except that you use a whole bunch of different buttons because you still slot all your abilities or spells or skills or whatever into, um, well, you can slot them into your numeric, you know, keys, basically. Right. So you have that combined with the fact that you can also slot different abilities into your, your right and left mouse click. And then you can also, it also has abilities that will come up when it's contextually um, convenient on both the control and the shift key. So say you're like moving around the zone, it'll have, it'll make the shift key be a toggle for run. So you don't have to bind that to anything because you know that if you're moving around, you'll always have that pop up. But if you're in battle, you can set what your what the contextually correct key would be through your powers so you could say like well if i'm if i'm a melee warrior i want this like multi-strike thing to happen if i'm in combat and sure enough when you're doing that all of a sudden shift could be that and then control could be something that pops up to say uh i need healing or i need uh i need like this adrenaline burst pill or something like that sounds kind of complicated it initially sounds kind of complicated but then once you once you get it set up and you've learned to work oh and you can also swap through your weapon sets in in Diablo you know you had two weapon sets you could have and this one you have three and those are F1 through F3 right so you have that all combined and 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 allocated and everything as well but what happens is when you're in combat you really start to appreciate how little you have to be clicking all around 
with be it with keys or with with whatever because it's so twitchy you know you mostly want to just concentrate on your two mouse buttons moving around and then whatever you know pops up for shift or for control or whatever and then maybe you know a couple of numeric keys something like that because in this game unlike most MMOs where you're fighting one maybe two things at a time you get swarmed all the time which is very Diablo-ish you know mm-hmm. i remember in you know Diablo 2 most of the time, you know, you're fighting just hordes and hordes of things that would just roll in on you. Um, it, it's really, the game is really susceptible to latency issues. So, you know, I, I think I have like about 105 is my average um, ping. But something was going around, wrong with my neighborhood node for my um, cable modem at one point, And it went up to like 300. And I would, like, swing at, like, some barrels. You know, the total cliche. I'd swing my sword at some barrels, and nothing would happen. And then a minute later, <laughs> the barrels would explode. And so you could tell that things were kind of off. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not something I'd really run into um, in a long time, you know, because it, it's totally different from the typical MMO system where, you know, you hit tab to target, and then that initiates combat, or or you can you have to press some other button to initiate combat, and it's basically that whole fire and forget thing. And then you you know you have your various spell effects that may or may not queue up or whatever during combat. And this one, it's all really real time, really twitchy. Um, you know, you you can't you can't just target you can't target anything. It'll assist your targeting very much like Halo does or any console FPS does. Right. But it won't target for you. And if you're in melee mode, I mean, anything around you is fair game. You swing, you could hit, you know, who knows what you're going to hit, you know. And you can, you can concentrate, you can, you can kind of target stuff by how you're aiming yourself, but you don't have that whole lock-on mode. And then the other interesting thing about the game is that it really has at least two major modes of play. Um, when, you, when you go with, like, one of the hunter classes, which is, like, the engineer or the... Uh, it's like a sniper type character. Um, you get a true FPS kind of feel to it. It all zooms back, and you are in first person mode. Right. And so, but you can with your with your with your mouse wheel, you can change that to be a, a camera chase mode or something like, a third like that. Third person shooter. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. You can do that if you want, but it's I like to keep it zoomed in for that FPS feeling because you know you've got your guns and and it's really pretty fun. You've got like you know you can have. Basically, your triggers are right mouse button, left mouse button. Right mouse button does right gun, left does left gun. Unless you reallocate it some way. But it's pretty cool when you get, like, two fully automatic pistols. Because, A, they seem to have limitless ammo. And, B, it's just just fun to blow the hell out of stuff. I mean, (laughs) so you just, like, go in with both guns blazing. It's very Matrix-y. And then, you know, later you can switch over to you know explosive shells or rocket launchers there's all kinds of different weapons there's even like a grapple gun for those people who used to play oh yeah quake where you could like grab thing you know i haven't figured out or i don't think it's possible to swing around like spider-man but you can definitely pull enemies over to you or out of the air which is pretty cool and there are flying enemies and the flying enemies are at a whole new dynamic because they're not like traditional mmos where they're not really flying. They're just up off the ground graphically. So you're I mean, the, you are calling this an MMO then? I am, at the end of the day, calling it an MMO. Um, Broke you. 
I think a lot of people <laughs> classify an MMO in a really stupid way, which what they classify it is is it's a persistent world that you can that you can have an impact in. Mm-hmm. When have you ever felt like you've really had an impact in a persistent MMO world? We talked about that last week. I never feel like I've had an impact in any MMO I've ever played in. Yep. Um I mean I've I mean, what? What I did the I did the war effort in WoW for the for the the whole unlocking the gates of uh, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, I did that. You know, I contributed my my linen and my whatever <laughs> <Your> fish. My fish. <laughs> That's about the most impact I've ever felt like I've had. So, by that definition, no, it's not. But by every other definition, is as in there's massive amounts of people playing. It's on one server for the U.S. You know, and they're all logged in, and you can communicate with anyone on there. So that's it's pretty massive. It's like, but I can communicate with anyone, and I can party with yeah, so anyone. It's just a big glorified chat room. <laughs> Isn't that what an MMO is? <laughs> Not all the time, no. I feel like that's all it is: is a big glorified chat room where I can move around. But what I think is kind of weird is the network code's obviously very different. It's not. It's not like most MMOs, which are just muds dressed up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all they are. They're a mud with a vector system, you know, and a map that you can move around in and, you know, a 3D engine wrapped around it. But when you really look at it, the network code behind it, it's just a big chat window. And and that's, you know, it's the same old thing. You watch your text scroll by just like you used to do with the mud or whatever. It's just now it's also graphically represented for you. This thing is more more like a shooter, more like, you know, like Diablo 2, that kind of a thing. It really is. I know they to test their network code, they did they released Mythos early um, for people to start playing as a like kind of a, a free beta or a beta, a free game. And that was to test the code out. And that felt a lot different too. But this feels really different, especially from the different points of view. So I kind of I described like the the hunter point of view, then there's the um, melee type fighter point of view, and that's you know it's a little the camera's pulled out a little bit more than than in that, and I think the camera's pulled in a little bit more. It's more of a chase cam for like the summoner or the uh, cabalist types, which are the you know the magic user types, and for the melee I think it's it's a little tighter of a of a camera. Their camera is really good in the game. They a lot of games have a really clunky you know camera. Mm-hmm. I think this one really they really got it right on that that respect but I don't know I mean those are my initial opinions I think it we've always talked about or I've always said when will they come out with a next gen MMO if it truly is an MMO then in some ways it truly to me is next gen as well because it's so different because it's so different the network code is totally different it's it's not you know it doesn't have any of those good old things that we were used to like the hit the tab key or whatever next enemy previous enemy it doesn't do any of that stuff it's, it's you know the twitchiness they have quests they have they have, quests, they have a storyline the weird part about the storyline that's different from a traditional MMO is it's more like Diablo 2 it has acts uh-huh. you start at the beginning you go all the way to it's you know one giant story arc so it's it really is you're just actually it's kind of like you're playing like a single player game but there's other people online with you exactly yeah, one giant quest. One giant quest chain from beginning to end, and when you're all done, you play it again in nightmare mode, and you do it again, you know, <laughs> with the same character, but you've leveled. leveled you keep up. leveling up, getting more abilities, you know, that kind of a thing. Well, it's, you know, one of the things that I think is encouraging, considering this an MMO, and something that I feel is truly surprising, is that it requires 
you to pay a monthly subscription fee or it requests it. Do yeah. you have to, no matter what? Or no, you it... don't have to. You can play it without a subscription fee. Well, what's the difference if you play um, it with or without? They're supposed to be doing massive, or not, major updates to the game, more content. Um, you get you get access to that. So if they introduce new classes or new variations of classes, or they introduce anything that's really off the baseline of the current game, you won't see that unless you're a subscriber. And they also give you like more inventory slots for storage, that type of a thing as a subscriber. But it's still the same story. It's all the same story. So it's just different ways to play the same story. Right. That's right. Enhancements to the story. I mean, they don't make it an expansion pack. They're making it a subscription model. Right. Which seems to suggest... I mean, personally, I'd get tired of playing the same damn story over and over. Right. I mean, the gameplay has to be as good well, as Pac-Man Mark or something. I never got tired of playing Diablo 2. Well, no, that's and... true. I, I never know, did. It's just like I can't justify Came to love that story. paying nine ninety nine for the exact same content over and over just with a different way of walking through it. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's kind There's of... Gonna, do you, have, you have to follow that same storyline no matter what. You can't... You can do the quests in different order. There's a lot more quests than Diablo 2 had. I mean, right. It's more like an MMO in that there are gazillions of quests, and you have a quest log, and you can do them in totally different order, but there are apparently major moving points to the story that take you through the different acts, and I'm guessing it's probably four or five acts. I don't know. I haven't researched that or experienced it yet, but I've I've moved into Act 2 with the character I seem to play the most, and I'm, you know, kind of checking that out, so... I've played every... Every character class that's available, all six How, up to level six. That's what, yeah, so you have six character classes? Yeah, you have three primary character classes, which is a Kabbalist, which can become like a summoner or an evoker. Mm-hmm. The summoner is a pet class. The evoker is more of your mage right. type character. And then there's the hunter class, which is, I can't remember the exact name, but it's like a marksman and an engineer. The engineer is a pet class. That's my favorite one so far. And then there's the marksman, which is like the, the sniper, kind of an assault trooper type guy. And then um, finally there's the the Templar class, which is the melee class. And of that, you can you can split that into the, I think it's like a blade master and a, I um, feel bad now, I don't remember the name of the, the other ones, basically a paladin. You know, is it necessary to group in this game at all? I mean, do you have to group? Or you don't have you just... to. You could play the whole thing solo. In fact, playing up, my deal was I wanted to play as much as possible without grouping. I've only grouped once, and I just wanted to do it to have some experience to report on. And it went okay. You know, it was fun. It seemed to scale up the month. There was more monsters, even more swarms of monsters to fight. Um, but some of the stuff's pretty innovative. Like the pet classes don't have one pet. They have several pets. Mm-hmm. Like a summoner can have out um, X number of these little um, demon minion guys, and then they can have like they can have a major demon, which is like can be like a tank or a healer or a, a like a, you know a DPS type thing. And then they can have these little support guys too running around. And you can have a bunch of them, and then the the um, engineer can have the same kind of thing. They have these drones that fly around there. They're really annoying. That for the first ones you get, they remind you of those camera drones in Half Life Two that always come oh, and annoy you. You have those on your team, and you have three <laughs> when you start. And then you get this drone guy. Those are like probes, and you get this drone guy that that's like this bot that you just keep retrofitting and improving. 
you can give him weapons and customize him and um you know do all this stuff he kind of reminds me of the uh I mean, it, the way it's so customizable reminds me of one of the bots you could have in Kotar. Remember, like, the guy that used to call everybody meatbags and yes. stuff? It's like kind of like having he, one he of those. Was the He's probably, like, the best NPC character you could since, have with since you like, um, Since, what? Yeah, he's... Th that was one of the greatest characters created for an NPC since, like, Minsk from, um... Oh, from uh, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate, which was with his like space <laughs> hamster. His hamster, yeah, yeah, the insane ranger, or whatever. Yeah, I, I have to say, between the two, it's like my favorite NPC characters of all time is like the robot from Kotar, right, and of course Minsk with the, yeah, with the little space. Those hamster. two are both great. Those were two of my favorite NPC characters of all time. But you have this massively customizable. Um, drone as an engineer that you can just do all kinds. You can make it a melee thing. You can make it a range thing. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. So there's a lot of customization, too, in, what, in how you outfit yourself and your weapons. You can Your weapons can all be enhanced right off the bat. So, like, instead of socketed, they have different kinds of ammo and different... Like, they can have, like, magical effects on them, or they can have, you know, all these different technical things you can do to them. You can, it's got crafting already. Um, what, what's the crafting system like? Have you delved into that at all? It's a lot like the one in um, Guild Wars, as near as I can tell. Um, basically, you just you find these materials. You find, um, you, 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 I think you kind of have you get plans like recipes. There are right. these plans. You take that. You go to the right guy, and you can start to build these different things with them and. You know, it's just real basic. It's more of a sci-fi-ish thing than a crafting and a... You know, you're obviously not fletching or anything like that. Right, but you're, right. <laughs> you're building these different... I'm making arrows. <laughs> yeah. And it it's it's seems pretty well... I haven't done much, so I, I'm kind of weak on describing what that's all about. Um, all I, I've just been... I've been acquiring quite a few materials and recipes and stuff, and I just haven't done anything with it. But I've been more exploring all the different classes. And How about the... Uh... How about just some basics? Like, how, how are the graphics? Are they? I I think really they're cool good. Or are they like? They're good. They're really good. Um, the graphics engine seems to be really well developed. You have all the customization that you've come to expect. You know, you can set your anti-aliasing, your V-sync. You can. What's really good is a lot of games when you tweak the graphics too much, it's like you have to restart the game. You know, to to see it this you right. can do anything you can go from windowed mode non-window mode i went from like 192 by 1200 to 1024 by 768 out of window mode into window mode all that stuff without restarting the engine it's really quick um it seems to i haven't had any like explosions as far as the thing hasn't melted down or anything you know i haven't locked up my computer or anything like that um, and it's it looks That's good. That's always a bonus when it comes to a new game. Yeah, it looks good. The characters look good. The lighting looks good. Models are great. Shadows are good. The scenes of London, it's, you know, it's really London, right? but it's post-apocalyptic London. So can you, like, go around and go, look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Yeah, yeah, look, you can. Kids, In fact, there's supposed to be a Big massive... Ben. Parliament. scripted like boss battle near parliament oh, yeah. that I've heard about I haven't been there what I want to do is like retrace my steps from where I went in London and, and go to post apocalyptic London like where I was in real life versus right. the game but I haven't got that far through the subway system yet so I, mean, I think I'm headed in the right direction as the story unfolds but I haven't got there yet so that's going to be kind of cool to see 
Um, but yeah, all in all, I'm I'm really liking it. Um, and they did they did just so, magically. So are you saying are you saying to me that EA has actually published a game that you could get into? Well, I would say that the the <laughs> yes, in spite of EA, <laughs> in spite of EA, I like it quite a bit. Uh-huh. And they fixed the single player thing. Not only did it magically start working. So did you play this through the single player? Well, no. Now I realize that that's just, like, trivial, because everybody's playing the multiplayer. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, I understand why they did that. And uh-huh. they are patching the single player now, too. How about how about the player versus player aspect of it? Is there... I, there is allegedly... Oh, PvP was one of the things you could only get with a subscriber model, and there is supposed to be PvP. Hmm. I have no idea how it works at this point. But they are doing events. Like, they were doing... A, they did a patch yesterday for Guy Fox Day. Which is the V for Vendetta guy? The ah uh, yes. Remember the gunpowder treason little thing? It's right, that guy. Right. Yeah, the guy that blew up or wanted had the conspiracy to blow up Parliament. It's they're celebrating that day. So ah uh, yes. Um, you know they're he, doing the they're doing all of the at things. At the end of v, v for Vendetta, he did. Yeah, he did in a big way with style. It was with style. But that was um, cool. but yeah, it seems to be MMO-ish in all the ways that. Are MMO-ish, except for... It just sounds kind of bizarre, because it just seems like it's... It's so instanced. It's totally instanced, and it's not like you're... Like, the only interaction you have outside of... At least thus far. Chatting with people and and getting into small groups. And you can have guilds. It has guilds and all that stuff, too. Yeah, it has guilds, sure. I mean, I'm sure you can, but... Beyond that, it's like it's all instance. So, h- how many people can you take down into a mission with you? Five, at a time? same as WoW. There doesn't seem to be a raid um, dynamic to it, so it's like a five party, five person party is the limit, as far as I can tell. And there's no other interaction with the world besides just doing the missions and as near as I can tell. I don't feel like I can just. Okay. You can't just jump into a tunnel and. Go in there. It ha- it's always going to lead to a zone, oh, and that okay. zone is going to be, you know, restocked with monsters and or mobs or whatever. And usually, there's a few different goals that you want to achieve in that that zone. Um, kill such and such monster. You know, they have named bosses that you go after quite a bit. Right. PC Gamer gave this game uh, an 89% review, which yeah. is really good. And I haven't seen that review, unfortunately. And then IGN PC gave it a 6.8. Yeah, it's pr- really that's a pretty like dramatic difference. Difference. Yeah. yeah. Their biggest gripes were that they say the Im- IGN says that the inventory system really sucks. Hmm. And that when you gather loot, it's not put in there efficiently. So if you get a big item, it's just going to be thrown into your little grid-based inventory system. And you have to stop what you're doing in the middle of the action to rearrange all the items so that you can still pick up loot because all of a sudden you won't be able to fit anything in because everything's just been thrown in like a junk drawer. Did you have any problems with that? No, but I played Diablo 2 and I'm not a new gamer, I guess. Oh, right. I'm not a new... So there's like different Jeez, sizes. Like come the, the, on. The, the, because <laughs> How many because games each have item that? occupies like a different yeah. size. Yeah. And you know what? I guarantee, I guarantee in a couple months they'll have a button to auto-sort just like they did with the mm. Diablo 2 patch. Right, right. You know? I mean, it's like that's a, that's a fairly normal thing. That's, that's more of a... It's an action know. RPG thing. Yeah, it's an action RPG thing. And this is an action RPG. I just think it may well classify itself as an MMO. 
by a loose loose standards. The other thing that they said they didn't like, and this seems kind of expected, was that uh, they felt that the randomly generated maps were a, a detriment to the game, and that yeah, it's it's always going to be something new, but by that extension, it's very repetitive in terms of the appearance of the environments, and sometimes this special item that you're supposed to go pick up is right by the entrance, or you're supposed to take out this area, but it's in a totally remote and unguarded spot. Right. Logically, it doesn't. Both of those instances don't justify. So they take the like tension out of it because it's like right yeah, there. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Um, PC Gamer said much the same thing. They said great tile sets. Unfortunately, they're repetitive, um, and and the random thing doesn't help with that. But not everything is random. Some things are, some aren't, as near as I can tell. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, like I say, a lot of these zones have multiple goals that you're trying to achieve. So, yes, the item you need might be right next to where you started, just unluckily, or luckily, if you... But you might also have to kill, like, 17 of this crazy weird demon, and those are spread out all throughout it. So you still have to explore the whole thing. Plus, you know, your ultimate goal, I think, is to get loot and stuff. And, and you know, you want to kill as much stuff as you can. So... I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that that's really detrimental. You felt it's all been good. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I just have that. I didn't have expectations for... I didn't have really that high of an expectation for it. I yeah. thought it was going to be mostly an action RPG. Are you paying the subscription fee? Yeah, I decided I wanted to do... the. Might as well go shot. all out. And, I, and the website magically had it where you could get to it. Uh, so that was cool. Yeah. So, cause <laughs> so cool. at first it didn't, it said, Oh, do you want to subscribe? Go here and you go there. And all I could, like I said, all I could do is change my password, yeah. which was like, well, this is great being able yeah, to change a, my password. It will launch day thing that they yeah. probably shouldn't have. They probably shouldn't have had you guys have to deal with. I mean, it should have been all set up to begin with. And that was somebody probably got, I, I bet somebody got, yelled at for that yeah I probably imagine. probably but uh yeah I don't know my overall impressions are it's a good game um I'm leaning towards classifying it as an MMO as if it basically if Guild Wars is an MMO then this is an MMO if Guild Wars isn't an MMO by your criteria then I don't think this is either mm. um and I haven't played Guild Wars so I don't I can't really yeah comment either way but it's definitely blurring the lines between action RPG and MMO. It sounds more of an action RPG to me. It feels like one. With, you know, ev- you know everybody being able to chat together. And right. Is there like an auction house? Just out of curiosity, something No, I like haven't. That. I haven't seen anything auction housey, really. Yeah, I, I was just um, asking yeah, just I, if there I, was some kind of universal place. I haven't even found the bank stuff. yet. <laughs> I'm sure there's a place for me to store all my mm-hmm. stuff, and I haven't found it yet. I've just been really concentrating on just exploring the play mechanics of the different classes and right. trying to figure out which one I want to stick with. And I'm torn between the engineer and the like blade master, which are two totally different ends of the spectrum. But they're both really fun. So, you know, I guess we'll see. Awesome. Well... I, we appreciate your more. input on that. I mean, yeah. sounds like it'd be something for people to try, and yeah, you know, whether it's an MMO or not, I'm sure people will be debating for <laughs> months and months to come. It sounds right. like. Yep, I think so. Well, okay, well, thank you, Mark. Sure.
Mood's a thing for cattle and love play, not fighting. I want 50 legion of Sadukar on Arrakis at once. 50 legions? That's our entire reserves as well. This is genocide. The deliberate and systematic destruction of all life on Arrakis. So Jason, I understand that an evil alien scourge has invaded the world of My Little Pony. And you've decided to enlist in the back. Barbie <laughs> Super Shock Force 5 in the battle what? against them. <laughs> no. no. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, domains. unfortunately there will be no there will be no My Little Pony online review tonight. <laughs> You've lied. Yeah, what? I know. We've been know. waiting this long for that. For all of the listeners who've made it this far into the podcast only to be oh. disappointed, have the rug pulled out from under them. In- instead, I, I instead I, I'm going to have to hopefully Hopefully appease you with my with my uh, review of Richard Garrett's Tabla Rasa. Lord British. Yeah. Viva la Rasa! <laughs> yeah, Lord British. Actually, in this game, he's called General British. He is General British. I, th- I thought it was yeah. something like that. Yeah, he changed it up for this one. Is there a General Blackthorn? I, I don't think so. Bummer. But, um, I, I, you know, maybe he'll be included Hope later so. in the game. Uh, so eventually... I got to play, you know, I, I stopped playing, you know, My Little Pony online long enough to, to get this review, so. And thank goodness for that. With the ponies. Yeah, I was playing, I was playing some uh, Texas Hold'em with the ponies. <laughs> um, you know, and I decided, okay, well, I guess I better actually review a real game instead. <laughs> so, anyway, Tabla Raza is, uh, is the latest effort by Richard Garrett. You may also know him from... Games like Ultima, Ultima mm. One, not ringing a bell. Two, three, four. Uh, you know, yeah, Pagan. No, not sure. Uh, you know that one game, Ultima Online, kind of one oh, of the yeah. ones that kind of it started the revolution yeah. of MMOs. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He kind of did. He make something called Lineage. Yeah. He he was kind of involved in that. He marketed it and ported it or brought it to ah. Lineage Two. Anyway, he, he's anyway West. he's a minor player in the whole landscape of MMOs. We'll just say <laughs> um, minor player. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll 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 just give credit where credit is due. He, he's he, the granddaddy. He's he's one of the granddaddies. Um. This is a sci-fi MMO. Thank God, it's about time somebody came up with a sci-fi MMO. Uh, again, you know, Eve Online has been great for so many years, you know, but there have been, you know, some failed ones as well, like uh, Earth and Beyond. Well, what? You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, that Anarchy last... Online's still around, but man, yeah. it's not very Anarchy Online. Unique. You can pretty much just say that it's not existent anymore because I, I just don't. <laughs> You know, there's just nothing there. It's kind of like the test it's bed old. for Age of Conan. It's test, though, I think. Yeah, it's exactly. Uh, what else? What else has been out there? Like Matrix Online, I guess you could say. Oh yeah. Sci-fi MMO. That's still around. We all know how, how, we all know how successful that's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Crippled. Mm, great IP. Not great execution. No. Yeah. So you know, of course, I. 
I, I come into this game just wanting something. And you didn't know anything about it? You didn't do any beta? I didn't do nothing. any research at all. Right. I, I just knew that it was done by Richard Garrett, and that was it. You know, that was the only thing I knew. That was, that was the only thing I knew. I, that was I had enough no, for you, apparently. But, you know, I was like, God dang it, I need a good sci-fi MMO. And I'm going to find one. Couldn't wait for Stargate Worlds. <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't I couldn't wait for Stargate Worlds or Star Trek Online. Yeah, don't blame me. Um, I guess a little backstory. The Bane, which is the evil alien race who, who you are fighting, uh, they come to Earth, basically blow everything up. Sweet. And so... In their great wisdom, the leaders of the government are able to transport you with the aid of this other race called the Forians over to their home planets to fight the Bane because, you know, the Bane are their, their enemy. So there are, is there a lot of... The Bane are their Bane? Yeah, the is Bane there? are their Bane, exactly. <laughs> is there a lot of repopulating of the species going on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If we can't kill them... Or what was that? Breed them. Yeah, exactly. What was that line from? I don't even know where that's from. I don't remember. It's like if we can't kill them out, we'll breed them out. Oh, it was um, <laughs> it was uh, like Highlander. That. Or no, it was uh, I no, it was, it was Braveheart. Braveheart. Yeah. yeah. Another thing about Scottish. Yeah. It was no, I, I I don't think that the Bane are in- interested in breeding breeding out the races. No, they're they're just interested in killing everybody. Uh, excellent. Um, so it's basically just this massive fight between the humans and foreigners against the Bane. Um, so you get transported to the planet, and you're you're kind of you start out as just a general recruit. You're just like a grunt soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, you have some basic abilities to use a gun. You know, and you can kind of sprint around. And the tutorial kind of does that. You know, they they go over like your basic abilities initially. You know, and you're just kind of like okay, trying to figure stuff out. Um, at first, I was like, God, you know, the graphics just really did not seem that impressive to me at all. That was my take. Yeah, you know, it was kind of funny because, like, a lot of reviews that I've seen out there, people are like, "Oh, the graphics are amazing," you know, they're they're so awesome. And like, I'm like, "What are you looking the at?" The way that your your per, your um, character jumps around, it seems like you're not quite touching the ground. Sort of like there's this ho- hokey disconnect. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't think that it's. You know, it, that part wasn't so distracting to me. It mm-hmm. was just the overall graphical quality of the game just wasn't, you know, the engine itself wasn't quite up to par. I mean, to like a game like Lord of the Rings Online, you know, yeah. which of course, you know, I'm not playing anymore. But coming but, out of that. You know, looking at how they did the graphics in that game, shoot, even looking at a game like City of Heroes, you know, mm-hmm. with their, you know, you know, the skyscraper environments and things like that, you know. Yeah, it's a little cartoony, and even even with World of Warcraft, how World of Warcraft is kind of cartoony, but it's artistically really oh, well it's done. It's really tight, you know. Everything's real. you know the graphics itself in in this game just kind of just eh, they kind of just don't do it for me, mm-hmm. you know. So that was kind of like a major turnoff for me right at the very beginning because me, I'm like a big visual, yeah, yeah. you know, art. I think all three of us are. You know, I, I look at something and I'm like, oh man, you know, it gives me a really good first impression. My first impression wasn't that great. Um, you know, so I, I went through the, tutor- the, through the tutorial. You know, it's a pretty intuitive tutorial. They give you all the basics that you need to know. They tell you how to open up all your different windows, how to equip your items and everything like that. 
and then once you get out, you end up in the in their first battle zone, mm-hmm. and the Tabula Rasa is kind of broken up into battle zones. Like so, you you enter in your first battle zone, and they are instanced, so you can actually go into like a like it's called the first instance is called wilderness, mm-hmm. and in wilderness there could be like five, six different variations of wilderness, kind of like how they do in City of Heroes. You know, yeah, if there's yeah. like too too many people in Atlas Park, mm-hmm. yeah, that they'll make an Atlas Park too. Right, right. It's kind of like that same concept there. Okay. Um, but for the most part, everybody's in the main, you know, the main instance. Mm-hmm. There, like Wilderness One, we'll call it. Sure. You know, and then if if there needs to be, they make a Wilderness Two, Three, Four, Five, whatever. So you end up in this battle zone. You know, and so far so good. You're you're kind of hanging out, and then, and, and it kind of follows the same line of World of Warcraft, where you have the little icons over people's head telling you that they're the quest givers. Right. We're the givers of quests, so come <laughs> talk to us. We'll tell you how many things you need to collect to turn into us to, you know, complete your quest. You collect so many Thrax heads. Fetch me a broomstick. You know, fetch me a broomstick. <laughs> fresh, fetch me ten broomsticks, and I will give you another piece of armor plus some credits. You know, credits is the currency of Tabla Rasa. Cool. Better name than Isk. Yeah, better name than Isk. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, what is that, like international... Interstellar credits? Interstellar, inter, yeah, interstellar space currency or whatever something crazy like that. Anyway, they're credits. So again, I'm like kind of turned off initially. I'm like, okay, you know, here we go again. You know, I've got the quest givers with the little (laughs) lights over their head, you know. And for those of you listening and not sitting here, which would be everyone but (laughs) the three of us, he's doing the air quotes bigger than God. I mean, these are huge. Well, that's air true. Quotes. I mean, that's you've great. got you've got the quest there givers. Goes again. You know, <laughs> yep. the quest givers have you know they have the little. Except in this instance, there's like they look like little radios above their head. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's who you go talk to to get your quest, as opposed like to old, like the they question look like marks. Those or old Motorola whatever. phones. They're really big. So you're like, okay, here we go again. You know, f- kill so many of this. You know, go fetch me so many of that. And it's like, all right. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And so I'm like, I'm I'm going out. I'm equipped with like my my pistol that does some damage, and then I have like a rifle that does like the, your rifle is used for more you know kind of long range mm-hmm. damage. And then you have like a shotgun, which is like used for kind of like a like a cone effect, so you can hit multiple targets at the same time. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like. I get my first couple quests. Like, uh, okay, you know, I'll go fetch your broomsticks or whatever. <laughs> or in this case, I think it was like... Uh, Liver of such and such. Yeah, it was like, I, I had to go collect, like, so many Thrax heads. Mm-hmm. Th- you know, the Thrax are like a... They're like one of the Bane warrior types, I guess. Oh, okay. So at least you're not killing wolves or... So I'm rabbits. like, okay, I'm gonna go kill... I'm gonna go kill some <laughs> of these pain. guys. Yeah. So I go running around, and... One of the cool things that happens, and it happens throughout the whole game and throughout the whole zone, is and you don't really exactly know where they're going to happen sometimes, but these drop ships come out of the sky and they just drop these guys wherever. 
and the NPCs are there fighting them, and then you have to help them. You have to help out the, the NPCs mm-hmm. join in the fight. So you're, you know, you're like attacking, and, and the, the gameplay is real twitchy. Mm-hmm. It's twitchy, you know, like a first-person shooter. Um, is it auto-targeting? No, it's not totally auto-targeting. You have to guide oh. your mouse towards the targets. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're using, if you're using like a pistol weapon or a rifle or a like a specialty gun like some classes have different specialty guns mm-hmm. you have to actually aim towards the target and then the target will actually bead mm-hmm. so so the you you have to like target the you have to target the target mm-hmm. and then they have to wait kind of for it to lock on and then you could fire to do maximum damage if you're not quite if, if you don't have the bead quite right it'll still do damage but it won't do maximum damage and other things like, and so I was kind of like, at first I was kind of confused. I'm like, dang, I'm not doing hardly any damage to these guys at all. Right. You know, it took me a while to figure out the combat mechanics of the game. You know, it really wasn't totally intu- intuitive because, I mean, you know me. I don't go in there and I, I don't read the freaking manual like well, that's for the everybody weak else does. But it's like RTFM, read the freaking manual. You know, but I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm just, like, I'm shooting away. I'm, like, unloading rounds on people, and I'm thinking I'm trying I'm trying to hit people, but I just, I can't seem to hit them quite right. And, you know, yeah, I'm doing damage, but I'm, I'm not doing very well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, eh, okay, you know, I, I, I killed this guy, but I wasted, like, half my ammo on one guy. Right, right. And so, you know, but, it, but it's like the action is kind of cool, though, because... And when, when I think they took a cue from like, have you guys seen War of the Worlds? The the you know the Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. version of War of yeah. the Worlds. Well, you always knew when the aliens were coming because there was that distinct, uh, like that distinct kind of horn sound oh, yeah. whenever they were there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was. Uh, yep. Well, whenever the Thrax get ported down, they've kind of done the same thing. You kind of hear it first. You hear the beer, and you know you know that you know that they've you know they've teleported some of the Thrax down on you, some of the Bane soldiers down upon you or or close by you, so you know that they're there. So that's kind of a cool. It's kind of a cool audio cue. Yeah, Yeah. knowing that okay, something's going on here. There, there's like there's some shit going down. But it's still kind of you know okay. I'm just fetching all this stuff, and you know it's not that. You know, it's just uh, the same old, same old MMO crap that we're, you know, used to from World of Warcraft or Lord of the Rings Online or whatever. <laughs> but then I'm like, but then you're, you know, you keep traveling throughout this whole instance. And it's like, man, you know, it kind of feels like I'm part of this huge battle that's going on. And it is. It's just, it's constant warfare the entire time you're down there. It's like, it's nonstop. They're they're everywhere. These bane are everywhere, and you're just trying to fight them and stuff. And you're you actually kind of you want to help the NPCs out because you see like these NPC soldiers, and they're like hardly doing any damage. <laughs> and you kind of come in with your with your you're the hero, of course. Mm-hmm. You know that's your part. You're the hero, so you come in and you're blasting away at them. And and once you realize what's going on, you start to get into this thing. I started to figure out the combat system. The combat system is a lot more complex than what you kind of initially mm-hmm. see. 
you know, pistols are for kind of close range combat almost. Mm-hmm. And you you can also use them for melee combat as well. You can like bash them across the head with your pistol, pistol whipping if you want. You can pistol yeah, whipping for all. You can give the aliens a good fashioned pistol whipping if you want to. And sometimes that's the best thing to do. You know, just mm-hmm. depends on the situation. Um and your rifle is used of course for long range damage. But like I said, I mentioned the beating thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when you beat onto a target and like and you're crouched, you could do even more damage. Oh, so it's real. Tactical. So it's like you can like yeah, it's real tactical in that That's sense cool. where you can like you can use your pistol at times to focus in on one target and totally annihilate it. Or if you find yourself in a situation where there's a ton of targets kind of in a cone area around you, you whip out your freaking shotgun and you just start wailing away with your shotgun. <laughs> And it's, like, great. It's, like... And you have, like, different damage types, too. You get, like, a physical damage type, and then you get, like, EMP guns, which does, like, an you know electric magnetic pulse mm-hmm. damage. And you start learning that some of these different types of opponents opponents are more, resi- are more resistant to certain damage and more vulnerable to different kinds of damage. And then you start... A little light goes off in your head, and you're like, oh... Okay, cool. I can start mixing this up a little bit, and then, and all of a sudden, I kind of found myself slowly becoming addicted. And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, oh no!" <laughs> I was like, you know, and you and you can you can go on like you can go on these murderous rampages where you're just killing stuff left and right, and you'll get actual and you'll actually start getting bonuses. The more stuff you kill, the more XP you get. And the more XP you get, and then, like, sometimes you'll, like, kill one guy. Does it start to say stuff from Unreal Tournament? No, no, but it, you God know what? Like it should. Headshot. And it kind of does that. It does this thing where, like, you'll go overkill on something. And it says that. It's, like, oh, it overkill. And you'll you'll kill something. You'll, like, totally waste, like, an exorbitant amount of ammo on it. It's, like, already <laughs> oh. dead. And the skull appears over its head. Oh, how funny. And at first I was like, like it's dead. What's this? It's kicking it. <laughs> And so I ran up to it, and I, I meleeed it, and I kicked it, and I did this roundhouse kick on this alien, and he just kind of splattered all over the place. <laughs> and I went, oh, Ooh. yeah, that's pretty darn cool. That's when Jason <laughs> lost it. So you, get, you got melee attacks like that, too? Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're, you don't go full melee. There's actually a, a couple classes in the game. Um, the classes, are they break down as you start out as a recruit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you branch off, so you can become a soldier. Of course, soldiers are more about, you know, fighting and damage. And then you have, like, the specialist side, Mm -hmm. which is more about healing, crowd control, uh, you know, those kind of things. Buffs, debuffs, those kind of things. And then from, from the soldier class you break off into a couple other classes. So from the soldier you can decide, okay, I want to be like a... I want to be like a ranger. Which, of course, is kind of like your hunter type. Mm-hmm. And then you can also, you know, from the soldier side, too, you can branch off and be like the... Oh, I can't remember what the name of the... I think it's called a... Oh, yeah, it's like... It, it branches off and kind of like a, you can be like a guardian or a grenadier later. Oh, okay. You know, so you, it, at level 15, you kind of branch off, and then at level 15... 
at level 30, you branch off even more into your, like, your main specialty. Oh, okay. So I think the, like, as far as melee goes, what you were asking, um, there's, like, a guardian class, which is kind of like the, the tank mm-hmm. uh, in, in an MMO, in a fantasy MMO setting, I guess you could say he was the tank. Sure. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you could be, like, a, uh, like a spy, which would be, like, a rogue, almost... Oh, that's uh, cool. And then you could also be like a sniper, you know, sure. which is like pure, you know, attack from beyond and mm-hmm. don't, you know, don't get close. You're more of a, you know, stealth sniper type. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, uh, of course, on the other side of the spectrum, you have like the healers, you know, those who oh, right. specialize in... Uh, there, there's actually a type of class in the specialist class, which is a demolitionist. No, which kind of sounds, sounds kind of cool. I kind of, I kind of want to do that. They they sound like they make big explosions. <laughs> they they blow up stuff. That sounds good. They're like area of effect, you know, major right. area of effect, you know, bombs. I guess there's like a power that you can use when you're a when you're a demolitionist, where you actually run into the middle of a huge mob of aliens and blow yourself up <laughs> nice. and stuff. Jihadist, like a, like a big suicide run kind oh, of thing. No. I'm thinking I might want to try that, just for the hell of it. Get some screenshots, that sounds really funny. The thing is, is that the whole... Even though there are instance versions of of every battleground, you know, everybody seems to play in the same instance. Mm -hmm. And there are control points in each each of these zones that if... If they're not controlled, the Bane control them. Mm-hmm. And so you, your goal is to invade their base. Right. And recapture that and make it your own. And you say, all your base are belong uh, exactly, to us. Exactly, all your base are belong <laughs> to us. Uh-huh. And and if you capture those bases, then you get all the benefits of the bases where you have, of course, you have extra waypoints that you can jump to. Um, you know, travel. You know, it seems like, okay, yeah, you travel everywhere on foot, but... They make it easier by establishing these waypoints to where you can go, and then it teleports oh, yeah. you to the different waypoints that you want to go to. Um, and they're also like the, these control points. You get you you know the, it just depends on which instance you're in. You, if you want to go to like in some instances, these some particular control points may be controlled by the bane. Right. In which case. Your goal is to, of course, attack those control points, and you get, and you actually get like there's quests to go out there and get tokens, so you can, you know, claim that okay, yeah, I killed all these guys trying to assault this base, and then there's also a, you know, an- another quest where you have to defend that base, oh, that's and you cool. get these, ato- you get these defense tokens for defending the base, and if you don't defend a base, then the the bane take control of those points. And you lose control of that area. You lose your options to buy armor from that area. There's like none of oh, that bummer. there. Yeah. So and, and plus there's quests that those control points have too. So if you can't get into those, then you don't get the quest control points. You don't get the quests. Oh, that's different to do yeah. all that stuff. There's also instances that you can you know you can build a party and go run instances with. Um, you know. It, they've really done a good job with you know as far as it, you know it's twitchy it's right. it's not like your normal combat um you know you don't press one to you know 
queue up next yeah, queue attack. Ups to queue up your next attack. It's, <laughs> Must it's, be standing still to act. You know, you're firing your guns right. at all times, you know, and, and right. you can switch guns. They make it so you can switch guns with your E key, you know, really quick. You know, you just cycle through all your different kinds of weapons if you want That's to. That's cool. It's real fast. It's, it's real fast and furious. Um... What about the uh, force-like powers? Have you been uh, unlocking that, I was your... Just, I was just going to get to that. You have these logos. Mm-hmm. They're called logos. And you go out and you... They, they leave these logos to you from this ancient alien race. And when you unlock these logos, you know, if you unlock a certain combination of them, they give you a certain power. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, like the first one you get is just like one logos that requ- that you have to have and it gives you like a power to to basically throw lightning mm-hmm. at your at your target um that that's basically everybody starts out with that one then there are apparently other ones you know when you advance further on in the game that'll increase your it'll if you activate it it'll increase your damage mm-hmm. buffs and there's debuffs. other ones that do buffs there's some that do debuffs apparently um, I haven't got that far yet. Um, and they're all scattered throughout the entire zone. And you have to find them first or else you can't use them. Right. Um, you know, it's... You know, that and, and that part... And that part, it was kind of, I was kind of interested to see how they did that part. But they kind of... I was kind of hoping that they would kind of leave that to just exploration. Right. You know? Build it into the plot. Yeah, exactly. And and I kind of wish they would have just left that to exploration so not everybody and their grandma knew how to get every certain (laughs) logo. But they built in quests, Demon the grandma. (laughs) They they built in quests so you can go ahead and find them. And and they're conveniently marked on your map so Mm. you can go find them, which was kind of disappointing. I was kind of hoping that they would just allow you to find them on your own as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, not kind of scripted. Yeah, I mean, but they, they did. They totally scripted it out so everybody could find them all. Oh. So that kind of disappointed me in a sense. So, you know, I kind of... I was like, oh, you know, I think it'd be cool if you like, if you found these certain logos, you know, and only you had this particular power if you found these particular oh, yeah. ones mm-hmm. all together. And no, no. They don't do it like that. Hmm. Which kind of was kind of disappointing to me. Um, I, I think the the sound effects are really, you know, at first I was like, eh, you know, they're not that great. But then I was like, oh man, you know, it kind of sounds like you're in the middle of a battle, especially when you're trying to hold a control point. It's really cool because like everybody kind of helps out and it converges on a control point and it's like it sounds just like mass chaos going around you there's just like (laughs) guns blazing you know and aliens dying and does the game have voice chat or is it all yeah i think it does have voice chat but it's like yeah you have to activate it yourself oh i see it's not like it doesn't sense yeah and i'm not and i haven't had enough experience with it to right to you know totally test it out but i'm not sure if it if it just works like in a party, like if your entire party has it activated, you know, everybody, you know, can hear what you're saying and, you know, that kind of thing. But it, apparently it has the capability to do it, but I, I haven't seen it in use yet. What's the uh, level cap on it right now? Uh, 50. And is that, have you seen any 50s or do they not? Yeah, apparently your... some people have already made 50 already. Wow. It's like been, what, like a week or so? Just yeah. a week? Yeah. 
Maybe a little bit more than that. They're probably the same guys, like, going, man, this game has nothing to yeah, offer. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, I can't believe I made 50 already. <laughs> you're going to have to find a new game. Yeah, man. exactly. You know, and there's, like, you know, it's kind of funny because in that first, just that first battle zone, there's, like, three instances to go through. Wow, that's pretty cool. And I, I haven't even got to touch one of them yet. Wow. You know, I'm kind of looking forward to it because, of course, there's quests involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So overall, so I want to get in there. You liking it? Well, yeah. so far, you so mentioned far, so the good. addicted word. <laughs> you no, know, no, you know, honestly, you know, I, I didn't like. I said, I, and my initial reaction was, is that, you know, I was like, God, you know, for for as long as this has been in development, you know, at first I was like, oh, it doesn't seem that polished, but then. I was like, dang, you know, there actually is a lot of polish here. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes polish. Huh? Yeah, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes polish, you know. I mean, yeah, there's still some bugs, I think. People have been complaining about certain quests being bugged. You know, that kind of thing. How about, like, character uniqueness? Now, you know, as far as, you know, when you create your character, you know, it's funny, because they have... There's, like... Fi- fi- there was like 50 different types of faces you could choose from, wow. which may sound wow. like a lot, but if you cycle through them, they really don't look all that different. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I was, do- I, was, I was like thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, wow, 50 different faces to yeah, choose from. They're all from. the same face. I was like, there really isn't that much mm. variation between them, and they, they don't allow you to really scale... Right. You know, they don't allow you to make this huge fat dude, you know, looks like he's Bummer. had, like, too many beers in his lifetime, right. like me. <laughs> Barney. You know? Yeah, they don't, they don't allow you to do that. You're all, all of you are all fit and buff, and, of course. you know, you can just make yourself a little bit taller, a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the faces, you know, really don't look all that different, even though they, you know, you oh, have, like... It? What about the gear? Does the gear differentiate you? Yeah, the gear, you know, de- depending on the gear, you know, you can. The, the the way they do it, and I think it's like the same thing you mentioned in uh, Hellgate mm-hmm. London, where they they allow you to create, like, dye packs. Oh, yep. Kind of. And that's how you get your colorization. Yeah, that, that's how you get your colorization in. You know, the, yeah. the armor so far that I've seen is just, you know, yeah, there's different types of armor. You know, depending on what class you're playing, but beyond that, yeah, it's just colors. I see. Yeah, you know, they, the the different types of armor may have different types of resistance bonuses, you know, or or something like that. Right. And the guns may have different types of, you know, damage options on them, but they all look the same. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. But you know, so far. I, you know, I've been having fun playing it. Great. I mean, I, mean, I can't what... say that I hate. You know, I mm-hmm. like I said, my initial my initial impression was, geez, you know, you figure after this many years of development, they could have came up with a graphics engine that would have looked a little bit better. Right. And the graphics really are one of my major gripes in it. Hmm. But beyond that, I mean, I think the gameplay is really kind of fun. Well, that's cool. So I what's... think part of the graphics might have to do with they spend like a year or two with an entirely different look and feel and interface the game was completely different it was much more anime styled it was much more it looked like it belonged much more in a console very bright colors right very japanese styled interpretations of right. the future almost kind of cute and now it's 
a lot more menacing looking, more epic looking, and more realistic looking. Yeah, in in this game, I can I can envision a scenario like uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, and right. I'm not sure if that'll ever happen, but I'm kind of hoping that I like encounter the, like this a massive assault where mm-hmm. where yeah, where you're just like, I mean, because you know some of these these uh, control points mm-hmm. would almost lend sure, itself yeah. to that, but I'd love to see a scenario where there was just like this. Almost ungodly horde coming towards you. So, <laughs> how big of a party can you form in it? You know, honestly, I, I don't know. Hmm. I, I had four people in one group one time because there was there was like a couple missions that are out there which kind of require you almost to group um, unless you decide to just kind of <laughs> out level it almost. Oh yeah, right. And then it's like, why did I? I mean, you could kind of solo through most of the stuff that mm-hmm. I've seen so far in this first zone. I think if you really wanted to, but you know, there, there's like some things where you're like, okay, we're fighting over the same mobs. We may as well just party, you know, party up so we can all get it <laughs> get it done Time and over party. with right now. <laughs> Got the Bacardi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I was just curious. Yeah, we did that. I think I was in a party of four people. You know, and yeah, yeah, we were able to clear out what we needed to do, and and they have like they kind of have like the like the badge system, right? Too, where you can kill like twenty of achievements, kind of. Well, you get like a title. What about uh, PvP? Does it have PvP? You know, apparently, you know, there's like consensual. It's like consensual PvP. Oh. Where you can do that, and or between uh, clans. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Clans is what they call guilds. Okay. Um, you know, apparently they have that. Apparently they're going to include a little bit more of that. Uh, the, I, I think they kind of went for the player versus everything experience first right. and foremost before they started to get too much into the player versus player thing. But I think there's going to be a lot of clan wars. They 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 claim to be concentrating on some of that with some of the next updates. Oh, that's cool. So we'll see what happens there. But I haven't seen any situation where you, you know, walk into town and you decide that you want to... Go on a rampage? Or go on a rampage on people. Bummer. That'd be Which funny. is kind of a bummer. I kind of yeah. would like to see what would happen in an environment like that. But, man. <laughs> game, MMOs just aren't doing that these days. No. Nope. Not yet. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you for the input. All right. Think you're going to be checking it out, Mark? No, no, Sampler not, not immediately. Games. I think it's one of those MMOs where I might wait for it to mature. I don't know. I don't know, you know. I think I'll try. I'll stick with my Hellgate London for a while. See where that leads me and do the City of Heroes stuff. And uh, I canceled my WoW subscription. <gasps> yeah. The no. fanboy falls off the bus. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's... Dude, that's... I should have included that in our news <laughs> break, man. Surprised the gaming community didn't, like, miss a beat and stumble. <laughs> hey, my God. Hell froze over. Yeah, I just thought, you know, I'm not playing it at all. I haven't played it since I hit level 70. <laughs> I, like, logged in twice after. hit level 70 and was like, eh. I just, I just can't imagine playing it right now. I just... I just... There's nothing there for me right now, you know. I might get a little bit of nostalgia to go hang out in the Undercity when the uh, Christmas lights go up. 
Uh, I don't know. Might try that out. <laughs> I just had so much fun doing that before, hanging out. But uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I canceled it. So wow, canceled a bunch of accounts. I really. Yeah. Did you have just a whole bunch of them? I yeah, mean, like, I had I had just different different games that I never play. I just that's so funny. I wonder how much money you save. I like, think I'll save about forty bucks a forty no fifty bucks a month probably. Really? So yeah. that's probably three. what two three games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wow. Why not? You know. Not bad. Why Why? It's like I could buy a, a nice game every month for that. Or it's true. Take the wife out to dinner. Or, you know. Yeah. You, yeah, need to, you need to start compiling your 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 rigs for the uh, for uh, was it rock band? Yeah, I do. I need to start saving up for my, <laughs> my, my musical. It's just like just like in real life, in virtual life as a musician, it's still overpriced. Everything costs a ton. So, well, cool. Well, thanks for the review, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I hope to have more next week. Great. We good. That wraps up episode 15. Um, we'd like to thank you all for making it through all two hours of our content tonight. <laughs> if you are still conscious, we appreciate it. Um, I have noticed that we only have one review on iTunes, and I'd really like to see the podcast get more audience or larger audience. After you said that, the review may be like, shorter shows! So even if you write a <laughs> negative review <laughs> or have some constructive, see the air quotes, <laughs> um, constructive we, feedback, we could, use, we could use the we could use the reviews and, and ratings on iTunes to hopefully get us more listeners. Um, same yeah. thing goes for Dig. I think those are the two biggies right now. At least most of our most people are accessing our show through iTunes at this point, and it would really I think just, be appreciated. Just let us know that you're out there, man. Mail. Right? Let us know that you're listening. Send us mail. Somebody. At, mail at channelmassive.com. Yeah. Um, come to the website. Comment. You know, let us know if you want to. If you have something to say, you want to be a blogger. We'll give you an account and let you write. Tell us yeah. we suck. Yeah. Tell us something. God. We need your something. feedback. We want to make Anything. this a better. <laughs> We want to make this as good of a podcast and as good of a website and blog as we possibly can. So we, we would love to get your feedback. We appreciate you guys listening to us and putting up with our crap. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I think we're going to sign off for now. Thanks and see you next week. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.